0: Hi, this is your coach Joe Lucas, and welcome to this very special episode of our Practice Power podcast. Hey, hope you had a great weekend. Uh, I'm back from our meeting in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Unfortunately, on the airplane, caught a, a real nasty head cold. So if I uh, if I sound a little a little, a little weird, a little funky uh, in this episode, I apologize in advance. I uh, I actually thought about postponing uh, this until next week, but. The information that I have and I want to share with you in this podcast, I don't want it to sit on my head for another weekend, so I want to give it to you guys and gals and really uh, just give you some food for thought over the weekend. So if you listen to my episode last, my last episode, uh, you know I gave you a very uh, quick history of how we ended up uh, where we are today with Advisor 2015, uh, which was uh, put together uh, back in... Uh, you know, 2009, and then iAdvisor, which came out in 2010. So one of the things I wanted to do for my mastermind group, and we have a group of about uh, 18 advisors that we meet a couple times a year with some really fun places and and really talk about success today, but also success tomorrow, right? That's kind of our our theme here. And what I wanted to do is to um, do a, a short presentation on what does our industry look like in 10 years. So, I came up with this with the theme called Advisor 2025. So, in other words, what do you need to look like? What does the business look like? What does our industry look like? What does our space look like? How are we serving our clients? What what does it look like? A little little glimpse in the future. Now, with that being said, a couple things. Number one is, are all these things in absolute certainty? Nothing's certain in life. So, could this, could not, could everything not come the way I, I'm going to explain to you? Of course it can. But if you look back at, uh, if you have access to practicepower.net and you look, at, look back at Advisor 2015 and iAdvisor, which were done five and six years ago, you'll see that, you know what, I'm not going to toot my own horn here, but it's pretty spot on what I thought was going to happen and, and the industry is kind of at that place. So instead of going out five years, I said, "Let's go out ten years, and let's take a look at what the world looks like." Now, before I get into it, a couple things. There are a couple different types of people that are going to listen to this podcast. So let me kind of explain this for a moment. If if you believe that you're going to be out of this business in the next two to four years, you're going to retire, sunset out, whatever. You know what? You don't need to listen to this podcast. I think you should. Because there's going to be some valuation things. What you think you you might be able to sell your business for may not be what you actually is what the market is going to be willing to offer you. So you want to hear about. Number two, if you just don't care, then don't listen to this, right? If you want to keep your head in the sand and pretend nothing's going to happen, hey, don't listen to this. If you believe your firm's going to take care of you, well, A, you're delusional, and B, maybe you don't want to listen to this. But if you plan to be around in 2025... And you don't want to just be around. But you want to thrive. You want to dominate. You want to have a strong competitive advantage. Then grab your favorite beverage. Depending on what time of day, right? You could be having coffee. Maybe it's a glass of wine or a beer. Whatever. Sit back. And let me take you on a little guided tour. A little little, little uh, look into the future, if you will. and see. And I want to get a feel for what you think. So first off. Like I talked about, you know, we put this program together several years ago, Advisor 2015, iAdvisor, and basically what they were, they were interpretations of uh, Tim Ferriss' 4-Hour Workweek, you know, hey, could we bring a lot of those principles into this industry? It was a total, it was a total swag, which is basically a stupid, wild-ass guess. Maybe, maybe not, we'll see. I had some crazy clients who were always my early adopters, we take it out in the field, and lo and behold we find a superior way to, to operate in this industry. Total balance, total harmony, harmony, total growth. Wonderful. Now, back then, you know, that's what we were looking at. So, so let's talk about, you know, what we are now. So basically, what I talked about in, 20, in 2009 and 2010 was technology was gonna allow us to work remotely. That's accurate. Uh, society was gonna become more mobile with mobile technology. That's accurate, right? Uh, having a virtual practice, so having your practice run out of your home was going to be feasible slash possible, and I have several clients uh, that primarily their place of business is a beautiful home office, and obviously that does great for more, for margin. Uh, the need for, you know, expensive, the, the wood-paneled office and all that diminished. I've got clients that rent, uh, literally I've got a client in Baltimore. Um, he's got 2,000 2, square feet in a converted uh, warehouse with exposed brick, and it's really cool. And he pays 20% of the on, of the rate, and it's very much it almost look like a tech company, not an advisor's office, right? Um, a virtual ensemble practices would be possible, so we'd be able to um, again, if you're independent, call upon other professionals. They didn't have you didn't have to put them on your payroll of staff, think of them almost like um, of counsel. Uh, in in lawyer's terms, right? And the bottom line is you do business where you're at. That's what we talked about in 2009, and here we are in 2016, and lo and behold, we've achieved most of that. Now, question becomes, where do we go from here? So, I wanna now take you out to the year 2025. So a couple things. Number one, this will not happen overnight. So this is not one day you're gonna wake up and this is X, right? What I am going to say is everything I'm about to share with you has been researched, validated by third parties. You can do your own internet search if you like and, and find what I found. But let me give you kind of where we're going to be. 2025, our entire society is it's going to be all about mobile technology. Tablets, phones, watches, glasses, who knows? Maybe we're even embedding things into our body. Who knows, right? But it's going to be mobile. The next thing, and you can check this out yourselves, is that 5G is coming. So over the next five or ten years, worldwide rollout of 5G. Now, what does that mean? And I'm not a, this is not my specialties, but I can read and, and disseminate. Basically, your, the downloads on your phone will be 100 times faster than they are today. Not twice as fast, 100 times as fast. So downloading an iTunes movie will take literally 20 seconds to your device. Video conferencing, you won't be leaving voicemails anymore. You may not even be texting anymore. You'll be doing video on your phone. Video mail will be standard, okay? Voice to text, which we now have, obviously, a lot, you know, a lot of Siri and some other things, it will become just mainstream. It will be like no big deal. We won't look at it like some cool thing. Um, artificial intelligence, you know, we see it in our industry now a little bit. Um, you know, if you look at if you look at uh, the hyper traders out there and the flash traders that are out there, they use very uh, uh, very complicated algorithms to do flash trades. That's artificial intelligence. Siri is artificial intelligence, right? You talk to it, it kind of gives you its information. That will be a hundred times more powerful in ten years, if not sooner. Where. You're gonna be able to log on with your voice. You'll be able, so here's, here's what the world looks like, and it may scare a lot of you. I believe what starts happening is the concept of doing a financial plan, I'll be able to have, able to have a dialogue with a program like I would a human being, and I can get a financial plan spit out. You know, so whether you guys use Money Guide Pro or some other derivative, that will all be AI based in 10 years, if not sooner, okay? So think about that. The next, virtual reality, VR, becoming mainstream. You know, obviously Facebook is playing around with it. A lot of other companies are playing around with it. But think about the concept of being able to do a virtual review and have the feeling, the semblance as if you're in the same room with your if you're, with your clients or prospects. So whether you're sitting in New York City and they're sitting in Scottsdale or you're in Seattle and they're in Miami, telepresence, ubiquitous, no big deal, right? The other very important part by 2025, medtech. So we're going to have this breakthrough. You know, if you're doing any research on it, this is the next frontier, right, of technology. Med tech, the print, the 3D printing of organs, uh, DNA specific drugs, all these things are going to radically increase lifespans. In fact, some people say over the next 20 years, we're going to gain a, a, a one year every year as we break through, okay? So that means we're all gonna live longer. Quality of life's gonna be enhanced. So those are my premises where I think we're gonna look like in 2025. Now, that's the world. What do we look like as an industry? Couple things, very important. You know, when I first heard about this robo-stuff, right, robo-advisor, robo-platforms, you know, my my initial, and a lot of clients ask me, hey, Joe, what do you think? And my initial response was, you know, it'll be a niche because, you know, everybody's still still going to work a lot of people want want to deal with a human being and so on and so forth. I've changed that. I think every firm will have a robo-platform. Every firm. So... You know, Merrill Lynch, they kind of have Merrill Edge. It's not really a robo-platform. It will become one. Uh, if, you, if you've been reading the, 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 our industry news, uh, some of you may know that Morgan Stanley has hired the, the head of technology from Charles Schwab with a specific design to do what? Build their own robo-platform. Now, why, why are these organizations doing it? There's two key factors. They realize that they're not going to be able to replace the number of advisors leaving the firm due to retirement or death. There's just not enough young people coming in the industry, right? That's number one. Number two, they realize that the younger people, the next couple generations, are very tech savvy. They may not want that much human interaction, and they're probably not going to pay those fees. So the firms say, well, look, if you think about any organization, if I'm a CEO of, of any of the major warehouses, any of the major banks, when I look at my investment management division, what's my biggest line item cost in that division? It's human beings, all of you. So, they're watching, they're watching some firms that roll out these, tech, these platforms, and they're watching the margins, and you don't even have to be a smart person to say, in some cases, you can get almost double the gross margin to go technology versus human being. Okay? So, every firm will have a robo-platform. Wirehouse, independent bank. Next. Every firm at least Wirehouse Bank, will have an independent channel slash RIA. Why? They're going to have no choice but to do that. So, and some firms have already done it, like Wells Fargo has, right? There are, th- there are three channels, right? You can be in the bank, private client, fine net. That will be the model. That will be the model in the future. You'll be able to pick and choose where you want to be based upon how you want to run things. And from a firm perspective, it allows them to do their P&Ls based on channel. So it's gonna happen. Next, we'll have 50% less advisors in 2025. Because and I'm talking about all, all aspects, so I'm also including the RAs in here, okay? Why? They won't be needed. They won't be needed. So what happens is that there'll be, you know, the whoever's around is actually gonna have a better business. Because there'll be less of us. And let me say this, and this may ruffle some feathers, I believe that's a very good thing. Because I can't tell you in my almost quarter century of, of being specifically in this industry as a coach and as a consultant, how many times I see somebody who's been in this business 20 or 30 years, they're, you know, they're Mr. and Mrs. Stockbroker, they're doing maybe $200,000 a year of production at a big firm or $250,000, and, you know, it's a job, and they play in the gray areas. You know, forget, forget fiduciary. We're not even sure about suitability sometimes, right? It's just a dangerous place, and all that's going to change. So if you plan to be around, it's going to be a brave new world, but a, very, but a very profitable world because of what the changes are. Next. We see this at some of the some of the uh, independents, you know, some of the big independent shops uh, like Fidelity and Schwab, some of the other ones, Vanguard, for example. Uh, we'll start seeing it more. Uh, some divisions, like if there's a call center in a major organization, you will see that it's already here. Is a lot of the main, a lot of the big organizations are going to be going. There will be no grid. They're going to go to a salary bonus structure. Why? Because the young people that are coming in this industry, most, again, there's always exceptions, but the vast majority are not coming in this industry to make a couple million dollars a year like you and I did. They wanna come in because they wanna help people, they wanna do planning, they wanna guide, they wanna make a good living, they wanna have quality of life, they wanna have balance. You know why they do that? Because they saw how hard their parents worked, and they don't wanna work like that. They don't wanna live their lives like that. So firms and, by the way, if you're gonna run your own business, right, as an independent, you're gonna be able to acquire talent a lot easier and a lot more cheaply with margin, because they're not going to be looking for splits or 100000 or stuff like that. It's just not going to be there. Next. Fees. So, right now, the industry average, 1.25. You get to ultra-high net worth, maybe it drops. Here's the reality. Because just like... The, just like when technology and the Charles Schwabs of the world came in our space t- over 20 some odd years ago, they basically drove commission based trading down to now it's like 7.95. dollars 95 Scott trades like eight bucks in some cases. That will occur with fees because of technology. So I believe. I've talked to people. And by the way, the reason why I'm giving this to you, because I laid this out to my clients, and everybody, not everybody was happy, but they all agreed. All right? So that's why I wait to roll this out to everybody. I believe that we're going to be seeing between 25 and 50 basis points fees. That's the new world in 10 years. Not overnight, but that's what it looks like. Okay, just does. That's, that's our reality. Next, the Department of Labor. We all know it's coming down the trail. What does that mean for us? Basically, it's gonna mean no more upfronts. No more upfronts on VAs, REITs, UITs, everything. We're in a trail environment. And for some of you who are listening to me who have a good chunk of their revenue streams, uh, tied up in in upfront product and and you continue to do that, I would highly recommend you rethink your business, get ahead of the curve, don't wait until it's a must. It's gonna be very painful, so start now. Okay, So next question you're asking is like, holy crap, Joe, um, my 1% goes down to 0.5? How am I making money? Here's how you make money. Clients will pay fees, planning fees, consulting fees, coaching fees. And so I'll get into that in a little bit. Your space is going to look more like my space because we'll have mass commoditization. Of asset management and the actual financial planning process, which right now, let's face it, is technology driven. The clients just don't see the technology yet in most cases. Now, does that mean that there won't be people out there running their own money and do stuff? Of course there will. Look, there are still vinyl records being made today, okay? But they're gonna be the exceptions to the global rule. They'll be in the, the they'll be the pond versus the ocean. So it won't be obliterated like the dinosaurs. Well it's going to be pretty close. And again, like 10 years. So how are you going to get those fees? So how are you going to get those planning fees, consulting fees, you know, coaching fees, which again is where I believe this industry goes within 10 years. It's either you're going to do either a flat fee retainer, right? Here's my fee. It'll be a monthly subscription. It could also be a percentage of household income. It may also be a percentage of net worth, There'll be mechanisms to figure out pricing, fees, and valuations. Okay? It will happen. And so the asset management part of it is just one thing you do. And you'll make margin on it. There'll be margin there. Just not as much as you used to. You know, the, think about it, the pr- we Think about the, the changes in the industry, right? So, so what was it initially? We had proprietary research. That's how we got the trades then that went away. And then the trades became commoditized. So, so now what? Well, now we ran money, and we charged a fee for running that money, and then we threw in all this other stuff, right? The phone calls, the financial plan, all that, right? But, but the AUM was the mechanism. Now we're going to have other mechanisms. And I know a lot of you who love your C-share business, that's going to go away too, eventually. So what does that all mean? Here's what it means. This industry, for decades, has gotten away with the black box, lack of disclosures, right? All the hidden fees inside of VAs, the C-shares fees the clients never saw. We never had to build a client. You know, a lot of of advisors built their whole business on the fact that they didn't have to talk fees to their clients. Now it's all going to change. You're going to have to sit down. If you're going to sell a valuable product, disclose all those fees, and have the client sign off on it. You're gonna to have to sit down and tell your client, again, in 10 years, you know, hey, we can run your money for 50 basis points, we're gonna do your financial plan, we're gonna do our consulting and coaching with you on a quarterly, monthly basis, that fee is 5,000, it's paid quarterly, we can drop it out of this account, or you can set up with your checking account or a credit card, however you like to do it. That's how this industry looks. And I'm saying to all of you, just get ready for it now. Not to blow up your world right now or say, how am I going to get there? We'll talk about that in a little bit. But right now, I just want you to kind of take this in and sit there and say to yourself, this is, again, not tomorrow, not next year, 2025. Okay, just to be very clear with you on that. Okay? Now, So what do we look like? And I'm not going to, I've got a whole multi-hour presentation here. I'm not going to give that to you all because I'm at some point going to release it later. So what do we look like? How do we as advisors help clients? So what's our, what do we do? Well, we're going to do asset management, which you do now. Just not going to get paid a lot for it. It'll be a component of what you do. Financial planning. You'll get paid for that. A lot of you just give it away. That'll stop. You're going to do life planning and coaching. You know, my, some of my top clients, when, I look at how, when you look at how they operate with their clients, it's more like me. You're all going to evolve more into what I do than that. And if you sit there and say, well, Joe, I don't like people that much. You know, I like the stock market. I like this. Well, you know what? Then you better go, you better go partner with somebody who loves human beings because your, your future is going to be a grave risk in 10, within 10 years. We're obviously going to do retirement planning, college planning, tax planning. I think a lot of my, a lot of my independent clients, a lot of those that are out there, you know, independent RA, so on, we're actually, in the, some have already done this and more are going to do this, we're actually acquiring tax practices and either doing them in joint venture or in alignment because we want to control the tax process also. And by the way... We can, it's a lot easier to market tax returns and tax planning than sometimes financial advice because of compliance. We're going to help facilitate major purchases, life events, houses, trips, things like that. You know, We are going to be basically their financial concierge slash personal CFO. And think if, you, if, you, if you've ever studied the family office, which is a whole other animal in our space, that niche, we're gonna We're gonna end up ending a little bit more on that side. We're gonna kind of pivot more that way. Family office slash coach. That's the new world, and I think it's exciting. If you plan in advance for all this, right? I mean, that's that's the bottom line. So, what do you need to do? Stick your head in the sand? Freak out? If you want to do that for a little bit, that's fine. But then at some point, you've got to come back and say, okay, now what? Remember, all great entrepreneurs, what makes one of the characteristics that makes a great entrepreneur is the power of anticipation. The power of it. You don't just see what goes on today, but hey, what does it need to look like five, ten years from now? And you start planning for it. So here's what I told everybody in San Juan, and I'll say it to you here. Most of you right now sit there and say to yourselves, how am I gonna change my business over to X? That is not the question. The question needs to be, how do I continue to run this business then build a new one next to it? So the terminology, old factory, new factory. That's the question you need to ask yourself. How do I build alongside of it so that not only am I viable as this unfolds, but I can thrive as this unfolds. So, now, the next part I'm going to tell, it's about three, four, maybe a five-minute chunk here. I'm going to put a caveat out there. Again, ten years. Because I know because what I'm going to say to a lot of you, well, Joe, I work at a big firm and we can't do that. Yeah, yeah, I get it. There was also a time when you didn't have the internet either. And you didn't have an email address. And you didn't have a website. And you couldn't do social media, right? Think evolution. But here's what it looks like. Coaching skills. All of you are going to need to develop your people skills at a much higher level. Much higher level. I'm going to toy around with the concept I have probably... Oh my gosh, binders and binders of coaching notes and things for my trainings. I may put something together. I haven't decided that yet. I will look at that in the next several weeks. And I may put together a coaching program for advisors. But you're going to need those skill sets. You're going to need to help your clients with goal setting, business planning, other elements. I mean, I've got a client who's independent. Uh, he did a business planning workshop for his entrepreneurial and business clients. He spent one day... And just help them put a business plan together. You know, none of them had a business plan? None of them. And we used a derivative of my planning process. Okay? Next, content is king and queen. So at some point, some of you can do it now, all of you will do this. You'll be doing, you'll be doing what I'm doing, hosting a podcast, right? You'll be doing videos, as I've done. You'll be creating e-learns. You'll, ed- you'll be more educators. Think educator-coach. That's what this game's gonna turn into. Again, more of our model, right? More of what I do. As far as events, you'll do educational events. Some of you may decide to do client retreats where you bring clients together for a couple days and do some things, if, they're, if it's like family businesses or things like that. Uh, one, of my, one of my dear clients, uh, he and his wife travel extensively throughout the year. Uh, they were gonna go on a Rhine River holiday cruise out in Europe. And they put a note out to all their, all their best clients, say, hey, we're going. Whoever wants to come, great, here's our travel gal. You've got to pay your own way, of course. And I think they had like 12 or 13 couples join them for a week or 10 days going through Europe. That's the business. The relationship business on steroids. Okay? Marketing, you'll be, like I said, you'll be mimicking what we do here. It'll be all content-driven. It'll be all traction-driven. That's just the way space will be in 10 years. And like I said, old factory, new factory. That's the way you've got to take a look at this. Okay? So I just want to give you, again, some things to noodle on. It is not, it is not a death sentence. It is exciting. To me, this is great. Because, it, because here's a couple things this is going to do. Look, once the Department of Labor Law regulations come out, which I'm told and you've all read this too, somewhere in April, right? So next month. It will not be implemented immediately. It will take, you know, some people say a couple quarters. Some people say a year. Let's just take a year. So nothing changes today, right? But here's what it's going to do. And this is the part I want to really share with you guys and gals. If you're an advisor and you already have a retirement plan, you kind of say, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work another three to five years and I'm going to do X, right, whether you bring a kid in the business or you consult sell to a junior partner or whatever. I think the timelines for accelerated retirements, are. Go- I think that's what's going to happen. I think we're going to have a lot of advisors that are going to look at what's coming down the pipe and say, you know what, and this is just a belief set, I don't believe it, but I think most do, I'm too old to change. I don't want to change. I'm almost ready to retire. I don't want to change. You know what? Maybe I'll just get out now. So I think there'll be a time compression of sunsets next three to five years. I think you'll see a real uptick in that. What concerns me is valuations, okay? Because if there's a lot of market, if a lot, if there are a lot of businesses on the marketplace, how do you value? The business, right? Typically right now, and you can go check this out at FP Transition, there's some other firms you can look at. You know, typically a fee-based, business, a, fee, a fee-based dollar generated side of a practice is worth 2x. So if you have $100,000 fee-based, your valuation gonna be $200,000. Typically, on the transaction side, it's around one point. So one times trail, plus or minus. Here's the problem. What's that business worth, not just today, what's that business going to be worth in three day, In three years, two years? One point? I hardly think so. I can make the argument to, to in fact, one of my clients, we were talking about it uh, yesterday, because uh, we're in the midst of looking to buy practice now from a retiring advisor. And I said to myself, so how are you going to value the transactional stuff? He goes, zero. Not worth anything. I don't want it. Can't do anything with it. And that's my big concern on one side, right? Now, if you're a buyer, great, right? You get a deal. And again, not overnight, down the road, okay? So I just want to share this with you again. My voice is kind of, my, I'm really starting to struggle here, So I'm gonna, and I want to keep this to about 30 minutes, as I always like to do. But I just want to paint you a snapshot, and I'll give you a little brief on what I did in San Juan, what I talked about. Where my, what I'm going to be focused on as a coach is steering my clients into this new space, you know, as fast as reasonable. Why? Competitive advantage. Anytime you have disrupt, a disruptive force in an industry, those who adapt earliest have a profound advantage over those who do not. Do not. They just do. So, you know, our industry, we thought that the, the online discount brokers were all disrupting, right? Like, oh, man, how are we going to survive that? We did. Well, I'm saying here, this industry over the next decade is going to be almost unrecognizable by 2025. Like I said, if you don't, don't plan to be around, my suggestion is consider selling your business sooner rather than later. While the valuations are still there, especially if you're highly transactional. If not, think about what you want to do with your new factory. Oh, one last thing. Uh, as some of you know, you know one of the things I, I did a couple years ago. I put together this mastermind group called iAdvisor, which is based upon, you know, the concept of practice design, lifestyle design, sort of like team, Tim Ferriss a little bit, right? And we've done it now, this is our third year, and a great group of uh, men and women. We're gonna morph, we're gonna evolve because of this. And so now what we've created, what I've created, is Magellan. Magellan Mastermind and Network, whose function it is to mastermind, strategize around this concept that changes what was Magellan? The explorer. What did he do? do? Circumnavigate the world. What did he disprove? uh, disprove? The world is flat. Right? Well, that's what we're going to do. We're going to chart a a path. Explore. Do things. Just like Magellan. So, there'll be some news on that over the next quarter or so. Maybe next month or two. So just kind of keep on the lookout for that. Uh, again, I don't know what that's gonna look like. It'll be, uh, it'll be a mastermind network, if you will. Thank you for listening. Again, if you found any value in what I said, any hmm, pondering, here's my, uh, here's my challenge to you. Share this podcast, pass it along. Friends, colleagues, people in the industry, thought leaders, you know, I like to get some feedback. If people think I'm wrong, I want, to know, I want to know why. If you agree, great. Okay? Have a great weekend, and I'll see you again in seven days.